0: Thanks for tuning in to Mystic Witch. I'm your host, Blue. You can find out more about me at BlueJuneTarot.com. Mystic Witch is a podcast about magic, divination, and all things supernatural. which is Emma Ako is a Bristol-based creative practitioner, avid natural health enthusiast, and keen steamer. She created Mama Luna as a platform for women to have open and honest conversations about our yoni health, womanhood, And her favorite, empowerment. In short, Mama Luna is all about moving from silence, stigma, and shame to rediscovering, reclaiming, and redefining our womanhood. Hey, Emma, how are you today?
1: (laughs) I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Super excited to be on your podcast. So thank you so much for having me on it.
0: I'm so happy to have you on the show. Um, you know, especially during this, this climate that we're in currently with the pandemic, how are you handling that?
1: Um, actually, really well. Um, I'm on furlough from work, which which does help. And so that gives me lots of time to focus on Mama Luna. Um, but also myself and on my personal level like I've got back into doing yoga and other workouts um just yeah my, my, I might recommit to my spiritual path as well so it's been really good for that so I'm actually coping quite well
0: good what is it like uh where you are now in Bristol
1: so it's actually really quiet here it's really quiet to the point where I'm a little bit eerie mm. um very few places are, are open, I suppose like, like the rest of the world. Um but yeah, it's just it's just really quiet. There are police um sort of like everywhere, breaking up anyone who's trying to socialize. Um, you know, you've got the massive queues out the doors for shops because um, they're only letting out a certain amount of people in at certain times and whatnot. Yeah so it's just eerily quiet however the open spaces are really nice to use because there's hardly anyone out (laughs) anymore so really nice to go for walks and, and and bike rides
0: well hopefully everybody's taking it seriously and staying home unless they absolutely need to get something from the outside world would you say that that's the case
1: Um, Yeah, definitely, especially because, unfortunately, we had a um, 13-year-old boy who (gasps) who popped up from the coronavirus, unfortunately. And not only that, but um, the Prime Minister and one of the princes in the royal family has coronavirus. So that, those two um, in particular, have really amped up everyone's needs to take this a lot more seriously
0: yeah uh really the best thing we can do right now is to stay home because uh we Mm. we can easily transmit from the bottom of our shoes we can brush it up into the air it can travel up to 20 feet so not to be a fear monger but the best thing to do is to just stay put unless you absolutely have to go outside and yeah. um, now, I would say like most New Yorkers are acting out of compassion and love, um, mm. but where I am, I see a lot of needless gathering, people not wearing proper gear, um, yeah. you know, and just just basically hanging outside my building because I live right oh by God. a convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's yeah, not the case at all <laughs> here in the UK. It's very very serious now, and it's like well, in Bristol's known to be quite a pretty chilled you know easy flowing city but it's not the case at all whereas somewhere like London which is quite intense anyway has become even more intense Um, but no yeah definitely everyone's taking it a lot more seriously just because UK was one of the last places um, in in Europe to really take this seriously Mm -hmm. so yeah all of my Spanish, French and Italian friends like they left Bristol about a month ago And they're like, they're not taking it seriously enough. (laughs) And now we're just like, okay, yeah, we need to start taking it seriously.
0: I think it's also good that the police are enforcing people not gathering because I think it's like a form of, a force of habit in a lot of ways. You know, and Mm. I, I think a lot of people just aren't aware how... Easily, they can be spreading this these germs around. So yeah, you know it's good to have it enforced. That's nice to that's nice to hear. We don't have that happening here, but we also have a lot of our police are actually sick. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that this is a good time to be discussing yoni steams. And, um, you know, a lot of it is based around sanitation. But before we get into that, I was wondering if you would tell us a little bit about your spiritual practice and how it led you to helping women reclaim their bodies with yoni steams. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, My spiritual practice evolved after I left Christianity, which was when I was about sort of like 18, 19. And I don't think I ever was really like deep down in Christian anywhere. I think it's just the only thing I was ever exposed to or encouraged to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, So that when I was about 18, 19 was just sort of like searching really. And then I landed on, I suppose, like Kemetic or ancient Egyptian spirituality. And I was really drawn to that because they had like so many goddesses like so many and um from the research or suppose like the literature that I came came across I was just like oh my gosh like the not only are they women it's just like the black like the ones who were pic- like depicted in human form I was like oh my gosh so seeing a reflection of reflection of myself yeah um, and then that led me to I came across a goddess called Goddess Nut, and she's the goddess of the moon and the stars, basically, out like the dark heavens. And I've always been fascinated by the moon, so I then started looking at other moon moon goddesses, and that led me to. Oof, I suppose I wanted to follow nature more, if that makes more sense. Because I just saw. Oh, my God! yeah, you're talking
0: about yoni steams, and nature is like the ultimate vagina
1: okay. <laughs> precisely precisely but but either way I came I ended up basically just like exploring goodness know's how much spirituality, and I'm not dedicated to one spirituality or. Or anything, it's very very loose. However, I suppose where yoni steaming comes comes into it is that I came across. I just kept on coming across a lot more. I suppose like female goddesses, deities, or archetypes that were known to celebrate their sexuality, um, their bodies, um, the and just like express their femininity in a range of different different ways. But all of them. Worshipped or at least like acknowledged our yonis in some sort of way and had that as part of the power. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm so on this. So <laughs> I felt like I almost was just like, it's very, obviously, it's very convenient for me to choose that. So that was very much like subconscious, but like on a deeper level, like I'm a woman, I have this beautiful womb and yoni, and it's this whole other thing than what I was told so that's very much like part of my how how I came into spirituality because I finally had I finally had the um I suppose the freedom to explore spirituality after leaving home Mm -hmm. and yeah that was then a journey of maybe about six between six to eight years of then landing in in steaming
0: and um can you tell us how yoni steaming works and what kind of herbs are used in the body system and who does it help what types what types of individuals benefit the most
1: i absolutely love all of the questions as well so first of all yoni steaming it's like steaming your face but instead you steam your your yoning so the same way you um like face steaming it's like relaxes it relaxes your facial muscles it opens up your pores it allows fresh oxygen to get in and then helps you to um it draws out the toxins. That's literally exactly the same way with a yoni steam. There's the only difference is that you you use herbs mm. within a yoni steam. And yeah, that's it. And you only need to um I suppose use maybe about 13 i say actually on average about seven to eight herbs. And I'll just go for some of the most common ones because you can use so many different herbs. Like there are herbs available literally all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um so some of the most common ones are rosemary, and it's the same type of rosemary that you use for cooking. Um, lavender is amazing. Chamomile, raspberry, yeah, raspberry leaf, mugwort, motherwort, valerian, marigold, um, cramp bark, Saint John's Warts. and passion fruit. Mm. I actually. Um, just listed nine. I think was a bit more than I said. <laughs> but um yeah, those are very common herbs to use from steaming and they've all got their own properties. They all work amazingly for for the body because the way, the way yoni steaming works is that it doesn't just work specifically on your yoni. Um, it really helps to put your mind-body system together because, first of all, um, just above your, your yoni. So the yoni is comprised of our ovaries, um, our egg tube or the fallopian tube. It's our uterus, which is also known as our womb. It's the um, our endometrium. It's our cervix. It's our um canal also called vaginal canal mm-hmm. so all of that is the interior part and then it's also the outer part that we see so it's the vulva it's the opening of the vagina it's the clitoris it's the the labia, clitoris which is like the hood or that like flap of skin that sits right over the clitoris um it's the inner labia and outer labia so all of those are the, the whole me. thing <laughs> yep 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 <laughs>
0: And um, the, so the basically, who who would benefit the best or the most from practicing this on a regular basis?
1: <laughs> I don't think there's anyone who would benefit like the most from it. I mean, in my not so humble opinion, I genuinely think every single woman and girl should be doing it.
0: I would like to include trans people. So we should okay, say yeah. people with vaginas or people with yonis.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, just because it it's a great it's a great practice and it has so many benefits. But I suppose in ever since I've started steaming and Mama Luna, I come across women who have period problems. Mm-hmm. Most of that's like the biggest query um, that I get the most is does it help with your period. And then women who um, have fertility problems. So it's great, it's great for that. And then also women who are. Um, approaching menopause, great for that, and women who have got fibroids, endometriosis. Yes, cysts.
0: we can't forget our endoviduals.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it's absolutely, it's, it's definitely, it's really, really good for women who have endometriosis specifically. But like I said, like the 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 benefits will be so so far and wide. So again, I can't say who would benefit the most.
0: Love it. Can you tell us, let's just, let's pick um, endometriosis, for example. What herbs would you recommend and why? What are those properties that you were mentioning that you would, that makes those the ones you would choose?
1: Okay. So I would, if I just group some of them into categories first, so first we'll start with antisposmatics and those are herbs that basically stop your muscles from spasming. so it's amazing for just helping them to, um, completely relax um, and the way it, it, it does that no, so the ones that do that are rosemary um, so yeah, rosemary and again that's the same type of rosemary you use for cooking um, I'd say marigold, lavender and chamomile with rosemary that's also a cleanser as well and actually like the actual oil from rosemary is physically heavy it's, it's quite a heavy oil so that actually helps to physically draw down any dead cells especially because there are so many that are lined up on the, on, along the endometrium lining, actually helps to physically like, pull them out so that they, they can be eliminated out of the vagina over a period of time. So that's rosemary. Um, marigold is absolutely amazing for inducing your muscles to sweat from the inside out. So it's like it's giving a bit of a power boost to the detoxification property. Um, So that's marigold. Lavender is just like, if you want to be knocked out, use lavender. That will put you to sleep (laughs) so much. And the reason it does that is because it it literally just relaxes your muscles. So it's absolutely great for anyone who also maybe has like tight hips as well. And so it completely relaxes your muscles. So then that way... Um, once your muscles are more relaxed, they're able to receive a lot more oxygen, so fresh oxygen, fresh blood and fresh nutrients, um, which are all really necessary for cell renewal and also just for putting things back in order. If that, if that makes, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's lavender. Chamomile, um, it's, it's a common, so it's not as relaxing as, as lavender, but it will still help to, um. To relax muscles, but it also sends like you getting chamomile. Yeah, isn't. In, um, as as... Sorry to interrupt.
0: Isn't chamomile uh, anti inflammatory as well?
1: Yeah, so that is. And I was just about to go on to that because, yeah, it does. So, in terms of it doesn't relax your muscle as much as lavender does, but then it's anti inflammatory. So, that's where its other power comes in so that's amazing for helping to stop actually like the inflammation of the lining of the endometrium yeah wow so yeah and these are all really really good because i suppose i suppose the way that the herb that has like as i was saying earlier on they don't just affect your yoni it's your central nervous system it's your endocrine system And like I suppose the most important parts of the endocrine system when it comes to steaming are your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland. Because that's basically where all the messaging takes place. So do you mind if I just sort of like describe the process of steaming?
0: I would love that. Thank you.
1: Okay. Thank you. So when when you steam, things happen in... It normally happens in a particular order. So obviously, the steam hits the exterior of your yoni. And then once your muscles are a bit more relaxed, the heat permeates up through your canal, your cervix, into your womb or your uterus. And the heat spreads along your, your egg tubes or fallopian tubes and then into your ovary. But the heat doesn't just... Stop there it's almost got a sort of like capillary reaction so the heat actually can enter into your intestines and but it also hits the bottom of your central nervous system and that like quickly like rapidly activates your central nervous system and its ability to communicate with your hypothalamus so once the particular herbs heat sorry once the heat of the herbs reaches your central nervous system um different different properties of the herbs will then start to come in and they send messages all up to your spine and then it hits your hypothalamus so your hypothalamus is the part of your brain that's completely it's just in charge of monitoring what's happening outside of you but also within you so temperature changes how fast to run you know just everything Mm -hmm. and then you've got your pituitary gland, which is in charge of your emotions. So what happens is that your hypothalamus could receive, I don't know, say information from from the marigold being like, okay, we need to start sweating. So then that's it will induce your muscles to then sweat, but then it, it won't kick in the action of the rosemary just yet because there's nothing that needs to that softened yet the dead tissue cells haven't softened yet if that makes sense oh my god <laughs> each property of the herb will come in 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 different places and another reason why this can happen is because we have neurotransmitters so neurotransmitters all over our body so we've got goodness knows how many messages going from our yoni all the way up our central nervous system but through some of our organs and glands as well into our hypothalamus it's like our hypothalamus receives a message saying hey so we've got rosemary we've got lavender we've got this and that sends a message to your pituitary gland and then your pituitary gland takes that information to create hormones so with chamomile specifically for example that doesn't relax you but it makes you feel calm so then that will cause your pituitary glands to Create serotonin, which is that sort of like feel good feeling that you have after doing a workout. So, like, you know, when you really pumps, you've had like an amazing workout, let day, And then you've sort of like finished your workout, and like 10 minutes after, you get that sort of like really feel good feeling. That's serotonin. Whereas the lavender, for example, um, that causes your brain to think, you're just in a super 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 relaxed state so then that sends a message to your pituitary gland to say you're relaxed there's no threat near you like at all so you can fully just like chill and then that creates no that stops any production of cortisol which is a stress hormone but then it also causes your bones to produce nitric oxide which is like just think of it as like bubbles emanated from your bones that neutralize any cortisol that's in your system and because that's all coming from the yoni there's a rush of um nitric oxide to your yoni specifically
0: wow so basically it sounds like you don't really have to do anything because you naturally relax and it goes inside without really having to do
1: much is that right Yes, and that's why it's sheer heaven. (laughs) (laughs) You don't do anything at all. Like the heat of the steam and the herbs do everything. So you really don't need to do anything. At most, I say to people, like, if you want to do some stretches or some hip openness for five minutes before you sit to do your steam, that's fine. But you don't have to. nice
0: so what how would you prepare the steam what is what are the steps can you walk us through it
1: yeah sure so there are a few ways but um I I normally literally just like to get some filtered water so I'm about 500 milliliters so I know just like a regular bottle of water's worth amount of Mm -hmm. so that I boil that either in a kettle or on um like a stove and then when the water is boiling hot that's when I pour it over my herbs and I normally use a glass bowl so like a fish bowl is like perfectly fine Mm -hmm. to use for steam so I put my herbs in and then pour the hot water over it and stir it maybe for about two minutes and that will start to um, almost like break down the herbs to release the natural oils but literally maybe steam it for about sorry stir it for about two minutes leave it to cool down for about five and then just sit over it
0: wow how long would you suggest sitting over it
1: um I would say about between 20 and 30 minutes yeah um for the first three months like as as a beginner and then once you're maybe a bit more connected to your body and can sort of like understand when your body's like, yeah, this is cool, or this is too long, then maybe take it up to 40 minutes, but 40 minutes is the absolute maximum. So your, your
0: herbs still steam 40 minutes later, I guess if you cover it with a blanket or something.
1: Yeah. So I was going to say, I always put a blanket around me, like always put a blanket around me and it just, oh gosh, not only does it keep the heat of, well, just keep the heat in, but it's just so snuggly. Like it's so snuggly. It's like being wrapped in a cloud. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I make seats for women to sit on to already do the steam and uh, literally just, how do I even describe them? Well, we just think of like a big rectangle box with a hole in the middle, but that's nicely decorated. I know I didn't sell my <laughs> products, but well at all with <laughs> But that is actually sort of like what it is with a nice cushion, um, with a nice cushion on top, but you literally just sit down on it. And the only thing you need to make sure you're doing is that you're placing your yomi like right over the hole. And, and that's it. And how, then however you sit on it's totally up to you. But I designed my seat specifically so you don't really have to think about how you're sitting or be tense in any muscles or anything. Like it's sturdy. There's a cushion so you can like really fully relax.
0: That's amazing. What would you, yeah. what would you suggest to someone who doesn't have access to that seat right away? Let's say they want to try it immediately after listening to the podcast.
1: So I would say to it's like basically just like kneel over so yeah literally just like kneel over a pot or bowl of herbs and then put a blanket around you so if you want to do that I suggest to lean against your bed or lean um against a chair or even even your sofa um because when you do it that way you've got more you've got movement of your hips so if it gets too hot you can like rise up a bit or move yourself forward if you're leaning on a chair um, When the water starts to cool down But you are still really want to feel the heat Then you can lower yourself So that's a really good way to do it
0: Okay, and you just sit over the steam From the
1: water and the herbs, yeah? Yeah, and literally that is it There's no complication to it Whatsoever
0: <laughs> So when is when is the best time to do it? Um, let's stick with the endovidual when, when is the best time for them to do it?
1: okay two to three days before they steam um and two to three days after they steam as well if you don't do both like it's not an issue at all um but I say two to three days before and um, that's particularly really good for anyone who might have a heavy period or they get a dark yeah they get dark color towards the end of their period um anyone who has cysts PCOS endometriosis or fibroids
0: um, All super after, painful.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, quite a lot, few few people. but then also it's just also if you do it, if you do it after, sorry, that's a great setup into ovulation and then the rest of your your cycle before you bleed again.
0: Okay, so immediately after the period is the best time to start.
1: I'd say two to three days after so once like complete like there's no spotting at all and then you're into your ovulation part is yeah really good time to steam.
0: awesome that's so cool mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah so you were mentioning um obviously this is uh, uh, there's so much more science involved in this and I have to I have to be honest I am obsessed when uh, metaphysical practices can be quantifiable and like scientifically mm. proven I'm so loving that um, yeah so it's it's benefits really extend probably even further than our understanding um, but you know yeah as far as using it in tandem with your wellness or meditative or spiritual practices what do you have to say
1: about that I do you know what I when I first started steaming I heavily put the two and two together because I really was in a deep place of like just deep needing lots of meditation to connect to like my inner wild woman um, and also like doing lots of prayer as well and just like chanting. And for me, it was really good because it, it just relaxed me so much to the point where I could allow myself to be vulnerable enough to get into that meditative state or even sort of like if this makes sense but sort of like maybe be removed a little bit from the physical world just like I literally entered another state and obviously you can't do that if you're aware that you know someone else is in the house of you and they're awake or maybe um you've got like traffic outside of your door or something but when I say lonely steaming mag it sends you out it really does so i yeah, I use it for chanting, I use it for meditation, I use it for all of that because it was a great way for me to also access my power, which is my, my own. Like, we're, women were creators, we've got so much creative power. And so, I I also use it for that because I was just like I I want to get in touch with my yoni I was just like this sacred thing that has been systematically oppressed for gosh about a good five six hundred years now yeah I want to find out about the power behind that and then I um once I started getting once I built like a great physical connection with my womb I actually like been able to feel at different parts of it and know what each, each twitch or each cramp meant, or whatever. That's when I was able to move into, I suppose, the more spiritual aspects, which is your creative powers, which is your inner wise or wild, wild woman. Using it to steam with the moon really helped, like, really majorly helps. Like, new moon and a yoni steam you're set for life. <laughs> I will not lie to you. You're set for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so at least on the new moon, we should be trying to practice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I would, I highly recommend it. Like I genuinely cannot tell you how much I recommend it because like on a physical level with yoni steaming is that like you're getting rid of the old and you're making way for something new to come in. And we hold not only... So we hold so much energy within, um, around our pelvic area as well anyway. And not all of these energy is necessarily bad, but sometimes it just gets to the point where it's not serving you anymore. So on an energetic level, you can like, if you put your mind towards it and make it a mindfulness practice, it's to literally help move the energy out of, of your womb. So because you're paving way for something new, it's just like drawing on the energy of the new moon and also this creative powerhouse that you have got like if we've got enough power there to create a baby what else can we create what else can we manifest like using that and a new moon oof
0: <laughs> Mark your calendars, April
1: 22nd, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, I was also going to say the full moon as well. Like, all, all phases are really good. I mean, I, I personally, like, I'm in love with doing it on, on newman new moon, but full moon is also really good as well because that's just such a great time to be like, okay, it's time to, like, what do I want to get rid of before the cycle, like, starts dying out and then starts, starts again. So it's just like full push to be like okay i'm fully 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 done with this yeah done and that can even be something like an old diet because like it's great steaming's great for detoxing so it can be like done with this old diet monday starts i've got a new one so let me steam on sunday evening or it can be i'm done with you know running back to that ex all the time or something like steam his energy out or it can be ways of thinking that you really fully know are no longer serving you and limited ways of thinking. So different, different things, but that's how I've definitely used them in, in my practice. Yeah. And it's great because when I first started doing it, I mean, I was so, gosh, I look back and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I was so young and naive. I was just like, yeah, we need it to like manifest like, this million dollar business I'm gonna use it to manifest um my tiny house I'm gonna need it to manifest this and all of these things were so physical but then as I, I don't know, as I got deep and deep into my journey and was able to literally use my yoni to like access so many different like parts of myself or things um the shift focus to now being like, okay, I want to manifest a lot more peace in my life or I want to manifest um, better ways to communicate my anger or something, you know, it helped to change the shift. And these are the things that I personally really needed in order to really live the life that I want, which is literally just to live from a place, a deeper place and from a place of desire
0: and abundance. So, could you speak to the importance of people with yonis reclaiming their bodies and how important that is?
1: Yeah, where do I even start? Like, <laughs> <can> just <laughs> where do I even start with that? Do you know what? It's the importance of that is literally enforcing, demanding, carving out space for human rights. It's because women's bodies. We have been we, at, one, at one point we were literally property and that's not only like a physical thing it's now it's it's been a mindset for such a long time and this opens us up to so much abuse but so, even worse it's like abuse that we don't even see as abuses because it's just so normalized and that it's it's not only part of like our fabric, but it's part of our psyche as well to think that our bodies serves either as men's pleasure or it serves to give birth and absolutely nothing more. And, um, so, so one of the benefits that I definitely got and, uh, um, other women as well was literally just being like, no, this body is mine. Like this body is actually mine and no one has the right to ask me when I'm going to have a baby, whether that's in my personal life or my professional working life, it's my body, which means I decide how I feel about my period or my menopause. No one's going to tell me that it's dirty or that I'm reaching the end of my shelf life. It literally changes the way we see ourselves and the way we um, the way we choose to move forward in, in life. Um, deciding what boundaries we put up, how we put the boundaries up, who we put them up with, um, it's dem- I think it really is demanding to be to be seen and heard how we want to be seen and heard and not having that dictated to us. Um, and I think that also um, opens up a massive topic of abuse. Like we had the Me Too movement, we've got the Times Up movement, and these are all to do with I think women just wanting just wanting to to be to be seen as as human because that hasn't been. It's it's so horrible to say, but it's it's it, it's only something that actually like on a deeper level has come into being since the seventies. Like before then, we weren't actually seen as fully human beings, apart from the fact that we don't have any other life form. So none none of the rights came with that. So you know, there's sexual abuse, there's coercion, um, there's changing up our bodies even if we don't want to. Um, it's try it's peer pressure, it's maybe even like unhealthy unhealthy diets and so the the importance is really just be like this is a temple that i'm living in and i want to treat myself better i want others to treat me better um as well even if that's just like on a physical level and then like i said before it's it's the mentality it's the it's the perception especially cuz women are seen as inferior were seen as were seen as weak and you know there were some things that um I think specifically like cisgendered men would never do to the to their fellow men like they would never I, I don't know even if it's something they'd never call another guy they would never
0: claim uh way. claim their ideas as their own
1: yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. You know what I mean? And it's even even with even with that, it's just we're seen as infir- inferior when it comes to emotions, when it comes to intelligence. Um, when it and but yet somehow we have enough intelligence to be able to multitask. So, so you know, cooking dinner while you've got one child hanging off your boob or something, and or vacuuming the house. You know, all roles of servitude. Um, and yeah, I think that it's. Yoni Steaming has really helped me to reclaim my power because before I started, maybe about two years before I started Yoni Steaming, I oh gosh, I was in such a bad place and everything was just like a struggle in terms of like my identity and who I want to be as a woman. And I ended up in a really bad relationship where I had no idea about like how, how oppression was 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 used. You know, I had a guy telling me that I am less and literally treating me like I was his sexual pleasure, pleasure doll. Um, loads of these things. And if I had continued down that path, I would probably be unhappily married with goodness knows how many children that I don't even want and then just coasting through life because as a woman, (laughs) you get married and then your body is now something that belongs to your children. You're just like a baby-making machine. And (laughs) I was just like, no, like, Jesus Christ, no, that's not for me. Yet deep down, deep, deep, deep down, there was this voice in me that was just saying like no you don't have to accept it like no this isn't right but it wasn't until i was what maybe 26 that i really had a lot more autonomy over my life and how i want it to, how i want it to look and how i want to navigate womanhood you know really still live from a deep and desirous place but also stay safe um because, unfortunately, the male ego is such that if you say no, you could end up dead. Yeah. And I was just like, I want that to be me. Like, I was just like, I really don't want that to be to be me because, unfortunately, I have experienced violence at mm. the hands of men when I've said no and other, other, you know, other harms as well. And, you know, this has been happening ever since I started. Like, my puberty really kicked in at 15 and I'm 32 now. So Yoni Steaming really helped, helped me to really navigate um how how I want to live in the world as as a free human being just as a free human being literally minding my own business like yeah and it it brought up that creative that creative energy that creative power and that's what I wanted to and that's what I've been able to use to literally like create the life that I'm living living now Mm -hmm. so yeah Yoni Steven has been absolutely amazing for, for that, and that's how it helps women to to, re, to reclaim their bodies. Another thing is that I think it's just part of the path, maybe just part of the journey, that you just end up coming into articles or books or podcasts that mention women in history who um, fought for theirs and our human rights. So just opening you up to... Other other women who have laid down some a few stones before you, if that if that makes sense, yeah, and been able to get inspiration from them. So that's been amazing too.
0: Yeah, and uh, people can buy the seats that you make, um, as well as finding out about events that you're doing in the UK uh, from your website, which is wwwmama mama luna limitedmyshopifycom limited dot dot com. And in the show notes, I'm going to share the link to book Emma for consultations. Um, You can book her no matter where you are. And, you know... Provided that you have the seat even for a Yoni team, but you can check out all the things that are offered with that link in the bio notes. That is where we've run out of time, Emma, but thank you so, so much for coming on to the show and talking about this really important practice. I'm, I'm definitely going to make more of an effort uh, to make this a regular thing for myself specifically
1: thank you <laughs> please do yay <laughs> stay mystic witches we are doing be sure
0: to subscribe to mystic witch on any of your favorite platforms and you can show your support by contributing monthly at anchor.fm or on our patreon page follow us on social media to hear exclusive audio clips from our guests at mystic witch podcast